Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Today, we're going to talk about new technologies. Take the answering machine. This was something that was intended to uh, let us stay in touch with callers when we were out. What's happened? It's become our main way of staying out of touch with people when we're in. Or take the VHS. This was designed to tape your favorite TV shows at home. Remember the constantly blinking 12? <laughs> anyway, if it worked, it was supposed to kill the movie industry. Instead, it became a playback machine for rented feature films that probably helped save the movie industry. And then there's the microwave oven. This was originally designed to, to cook fresh meals fast, a turkey in 20 minutes, and to encourage a lot more home cooking. Instead, it's become our main source of reheated, flash-frozen meals cooked by somebody else, probably in Topeka. Now, along comes one of the most potent and rapidly growing technologies of all, the web search engine. This is intended to brighten our minds and lighten our lives with all the information from all over the world that a person could want. But could it, too, be turning into something completely different? Well, Julie Nardone explores that horrible possibility in today's morning story, a true account, she tells us, that we call It Came From Out of Google. It was 3 a.m., time to deal with my peanut-sized bladder again and the darkness that engulfed me. It was Jimmy's idea to go camping in central Massachusetts. Getting back to nature is just what the doctor ordered, he said. Well, nature was calling, and I stumbled towards the latrine. It seemed a lot farther than it did during the day. I had the distinct feeling something was watching me. Something primeval. As I scurried back, the coffee pot leaning against the dead campfire glowed. No flashed in the light of the full moon. Then two more flashes on the tenth lapse. As I turned to look back, another flash on the tree stump next to the car. Gotta be the moonlight glinting off my ring, I explained to myself. The next flash exploded right behind my ear. Oh my God, it was something in my eye. No. Not now. Not tonight. In less than 72 hours, Jimmy and I were going to be checking into a room at a romantic B&B in New Hampshire for our 10th wedding anniversary. We had planned this for months. Time for something special. Not for something in my eye. I reached into the tent and moved my laptop into range of the campsite Wi-Fi. Thank God I told Jimmy I wouldn't go camping without access to the web and Googled, flashing light in eye. It wasn't pretty. The first page filled with symptoms of eye disease. I could feel the bright blue links drawing me deeper and deeper into terror with each click. Retinopathy? Macular degeneration? Holy ER. This could be a major medical emergency. I googled for eye surgeons in central Massachusetts, but nausea forced me to the ground. Nausea. 
throbbing in my eyes. Louder, louder, and louder, and louder. Jimmy! Jimmy, wake up! Jimmy shut up in his sleeping bag. What's the matter? Floaters, Jimmy, floaters. Hundreds of floaters. You're, you're seeing what? Bursts of white light in my left eye. Google said it could be a glaucoma. We need to pack up the car and find an ER stat. Turn your head to the right. Jimmy, stop fooling around. It could be a detached retina. There's a firefly in your hair. Ah! Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! An hour later, sleep came at last. And sleep mode for my laptop. Under my lids, I could feel its screen flash off. I prayed I'd be dreaming of the four-poster bed in my future at the B&B. But dawn was still a long way off. And I had a feeling my laptop might be dreaming too. Medical supplies for the bedridden, worst of all, disposable pants. Horrible thought. Today's morning story, or should I say nighttime story, from the horrifying Julie Nardone. It came from out of Google. I'm here in the studio with all the lights on. And Gary Mike. Gary, we subjected this story to rigorous research, didn't we, before, oh, we, oh, before yeah. we produced it. Campsite Wi-Fi? What is that? <laughs> But of you course, didn't believe me. So I jumped on Google. Of course. Googled Wi-Fi campgrounds. Right. Got 350,000 returns. And I said, whoa, times have changed since my camping days. I come from a family that uh, where I was the only gearhead, a serious liability. I would try to recruit other people, like my mother, and I would give her gifts, new electronics for the time. And she was so committed to not getting any of it. And not even would, a clock radio? Not, I did. Uh, I got her all those things, but it was the use to which she put them. I got her, for instance, an electric typewriter, and she used that as a, um, a paperweight You know, this, for all of her correspondence. My brother and I got her one of these. We got her a convection oven, and it had like a glass door and just two controls, off and loud. You know, it was like off, and the little knob that gave the, uh, the, 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 the temperature. The fact that it had to be plugged in was confusing to her. So you know what she ended up using it as? Mm. An in-and-out file for her correspondence. She put, <laughs> she put all of her correspondence in it. All the out ones was on the top rack, and the other ones. She said, it's got a glass door. I can see what's going on in there. <laughs> anyway. What do you think the moral of Julie's story is? I mean, you can't escape technology. You can't ignore it. No. I mean, Google, yeah, it's everywhere. It does make me wonder. Uh, people say that the, uh, you know, the, the internet is going to be able to make this a much smaller and closer world because we'll all know everything that can be known about each other. But what kind of information really does bring you closer to people? What kind of information is that? And how can we get that across? I think podcasting, to plug one of my favorite media, is doing that because so much of podcasting is shared personal enthusiasms. 
So people get a chance to know what it's like to be another person, to be excited about what another person is excited about. We actually communicate experience that way. Right. Working with Julie was terrific, though, because she is a most original and quirky individual. and She's an artist. She's you know? an artist. She's a writer. She's teeming a... with emotions. Uh, we got a couple letters, Tony. Oh, sure. Uh, we heard from Janet Seagirt, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Your podcasts are by far my favorite because of their variety and interest level to me. I can get most of my chores done with my iPod hanging around my neck for hands-free operation while listening to your podcast. I am a new subscriber, so I have many older ones left to enjoy. It is difficult to cultivate a life of the mind in suburbia. Oh, Janet. Uh, well, <laughs> but you have expanded my horizons enough for me to publish a fledgling blog and to look into doing a podcast in the near future, getting stories from senior citizens and children. Oh, well, it's nice to be an inspiration to somebody who wants to go and do their own podcast, and we'd love to hear it. Once, once it's up and ready. And also, Jan, another piece of information for you as a new user to the iPod, it not only leaves your hands free, it leaves your feet free too. So if there's anything you want to be doing with your feet at the same time, you can go right ahead and you can still hear us. Churn butter. Make wine. We also got some feedback about last week's podcast. Feedback? Oh. Uh, some feedback, yes. <laughs> uh, Heal This Book was the title of last week's podcast yeah. about uh, mystery that occurred in the San Francisco Public Library. Uh, We heard from a librarian, no less, Judy, from the reference department at a library in Lexington, Mass. Mass just down the road a piece from here. She liked the story, and she wanted to share it with her fellow librarians. So thanks for that, Judy. Well, and thanks for being a librarian, Judy. Anytime we worry about whether we're going to be able to make another podcast, all we have to do is remember that our support, it came from out of Ipswich. And it continues to come, heaven knows why, but bless them week after week. Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software. You can check them out at ipswich.com, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And we have a website as well, wgbh.org slash morningstories. And send those stories along, morningstories at wgbh.org. See you on Friday. Bye.